the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by City Mission of Washington, Pennsylvania. Hello and welcome to Bisburg. I'm your host, John Hall. It is good to be with you today. Today, Dean Gartland joins us from City Mission. And Dean, welcome back to the show. How are things? Oh, it's good to be here, John. And things are looking up, I should say. Hallelujah. Uh, since, uh, since we had to basically... We never really shut down the mission. The mission always stayed open. We continue to serve residents here during this whole uh, period of COVID. Uh, we just had to do everything on a restricted basis. Uh, and so we slowed down the amount of clients coming into the program. We had to slow everything. We had to stop volunteers from coming in. Uh, we had to, you know, uh, change the way we provided services. We even stopped other churches from coming in to do chapel services and so it was uh, a year of uh, just uh, everything has slowed down. It was very, very challenging, very difficult to be able to, uh, you know, continue to do what we were doing. But I am just so pleased to be able to tell you uh, that we are fully open, and it is exciting on our campus today. Fabulous. I mean, Dean, there's a thousand and one moving parts, I'm sure, at City Mission. So to have the machinery back up and running again and allowing volunteers and residents and all the different things you're doing, it has to be a load off your mind in many ways. Oh, it is. And because uh, one of the things that really, uh, you know, uh, burdens my heart is, is that when you know that there are people out there that are in need and you know that what we provide can really meet that need that they have, but because of these circumstances, COVID, and then, of course, um, you know, uh, government funding of, you know, the moratorium on, on, on evictions and other government funding extending uh, benefits, uh, people have just uh, kind of hibernated um, and have not sought the help that they need like we normally would be accustomed to. And so having this moving now into where many of those restrictions are now lifted, uh, we're seeing more people being referred to the mission, people coming off the street, people coming in uh, asking for help and wanting help. And so uh, we are we are back to being where we needed to be. Uh, our beds are not full yet. Uh, I would say that we have 160 beds uh, here at the mission, and the uh, uh, they're not quite full. So if there's people out there that are, um, you know, being challenged, they they are struggling, and they need help. Uh, the city mission has an opening for them right now. Fabulous. I mean, Dean, you bring up a really good point. I was reading just a couple of days ago about last year with things being shut down. And, of course, because of that, people were able to, to hibernate. I mean, I think last year I read 93,000 people died of opioid opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, holy smokes. Uh, now that the mission's open up again, people, I, I need to change my life. I want to stop this addictive way of life. There is a gateway here, and City Mission is that gateway. And always in the middle of it all, the spiritual renewal of having Christ guide you along, that's what City Mission is in the business of doing. Oh, absolutely. And that's, uh, uh, and again, you know, when you think about this, you know, when, when people are in their situations, I mean, they're without hope, they're without a, uh, you know, they're, they're without 
you know, the, the necessities of life to really be able to live. And because and, one of the things that Jesus said, he, he said, the, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. And he said, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And that's when I, you know, knowing that there, there's this abundant life that for those of us who know Jesus, we experience that abundant life. But those who don't know Jesus, you know, they're, they are living outside that abundant life. They're living in, in, in uh, some in real darkness. And so the mission is really a light for them. And so we want them to come here. We want to be able to help them. We want to give them the opportunity to be able to know Jesus in a real way. And so um, some of the things that have happened here in the last year and a half have really hindered uh, people from coming here. But now that things are starting to lift, uh, we're beginning to see more and more people coming uh, seeking help. Outstanding. So, Dean, one of the big things, of course, that uh, drives the mission is that because you are not taking government funding, there's a way that you've got to sort of raise money. And, and I loved, you know, the creative ways you've done this always, trying to find new streams. And one of the recent things you've done is open up a number of thrift stores. Now, with those thrift stores, of course, being closed for, you know, a portion of the COVID era, you've got some extra surplus. So you've got warehouse sales, but the thrift stores themselves are open as well. So there's an invitation for people to shop at the stores themselves, but at the warehouse specifically as you clean things out. Oh, absolutely. That, and this is one of the things that when we talk about ways that people can support the mission, uh, you know, obviously writing a check is a great way to support the mission, but also shopping at our stores. And because uh, those proceeds from those stores come back to help uh, support what we do here at the mission. And so we do have seven stores that we operate uh, out throughout the three counties and uh, that generate revenue back to the mission. And one of the things that happened over during this whole COVID period of time, and we did have our stores, all of our stores were closed for a few months uh, at the beginning because of, you know, not being an essential service. Um, the uh, Many people were cleaning out their closets. People were staying home from work. They were, you know, gathering items. And so we did receive an abundance of donations of, of clothing and furniture and other items. And so... One of the things that we are doing is to move some of these products, to get them into the back of the homes of people who need them, is to have a warehouse sale. Mm. And this warehouse sale is, it's, uh, John, you wouldn't believe it. Really? The, we, we do it for two days, and uh, people are lined up at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> uh, lined up at the door to come into that warehouse sale. It really is amazing, and it is, it's a lot of fun. Uh, people really enjoy that time at our warehouse, but that our warehouse is located at 1000 Sheffield Street in Washington. And so anybody listening, if you're thinking about, you know, you'd love to be able to come and just check this out, and you might be able to find something that really meets a need that you have at a very, very low cost. Uh, this is, this uh, warehouse sale will be happening August 6th and 7th at 1000 Sheffield Street, and we have a, a huge warehouse there. It's full of product and you can come in we got everything from golf clubs to furniture to clothing to kids toys kids clothes uh just about uh yard e equipment uh lawn uh landscaping equipment so uh, people can come and uh just enjoy the day come in and uh, it's a friday and a saturday and pick up some items that are low cost and support a worthy cause of helping the city mission keep our doors open 
so that there's hope for the homeless. Fabulous. I love this so much. I mean, for the pickers among us who like to go and pick and see what they can discover, this might be the big event for you coming up here in August. We're talking with Dean Gartland, who's the president and the CEO of City Mission. Look online at citymissioncitymission.org or by calling City Mission. You want to get in contact with them immediately, 724-222-8530. Once more, that's 724-222-8530. Dean, always as you join us on the air here in Bisburg, I love that you bring clients as part of the ministry, people who have a story to tell of experience, strength, and hope. And today you've brought someone with us who's also engaged in that process. Uh, yes, this is going to be George, and George is going to go ahead and uh, share a little bit about uh, his uh, journey uh, with you. Very nice. George. Hey, George. Welcome to Bisburg. Hey, how you doing, John? Real good. Listen, I greatly encouraged by your presence and, uh, you know, the courage to come on the radio. So thanks for being with us today. Uh, you're quite welcome. Yeah. So listen, George, when people join us, I always want to hear your story. You know, I mean, everybody's got a journey in life, you know. So the story that you're going to share with experience, strength, and hope, someone out there is listening on the radio right now, and uh, what you have to say is going to make an impact on their lives. So so go back. Go back to, to the very beginning of your story, and, and you know, you've got some time here, and uh, just let us know, you know, what happened and, you know, where you are now. Uh, sure. Um well, basically, uh, just life got in the way of uh, my plans anyhow. You know, as, as they um, God laughs at our plans, you know, he mm-hmm. knows what we're going to do anyhow. But, um, yeah, I, I just, um, uh, broken marriage, uh, lost a job, lost my house, uh, just basically lost everything. Wow. Uh, lost my, pretty much lost my will to um just even breathe pretty much you know to yeah, go yeah. on i was i was about as broken as uh broken could get and naturally when you get in that state you you know most of us we try to you know try to curtail those feelings of hopelessness and um you know then you you tend to um tend to use you, you use some uh mind altering substance you know what i mean for me it was yeah. for me it was alcohol you know what I mean? I just drank as much as I could drink, you know, just to try to get away from those feelings. Understand it? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's a pretty common thing, right? I mean, you know, your life's in despair, and by just drinking, you know, you think you're going to make things better, or you're just going to run away from it. But of course, you just make things worse. So, um, what, what was that like for you? I mean, you know, you lose a marriage. I'm sure that's brutally painful. Then you lose your house. That's also painful. You find yourself unemployed. I mean. How far down were you? Were, you know, were you on the streets or were you out there living in the woods? Talk about that. Yeah, I was uh, pretty much out there on the streets in a uh, very humbling uh, situation. Um, it uh, just it was an eye-opener eye um, as far as that goes. You know, just the way people look at you. Um, yeah. You know, they don't... Don't, you know, they could see something seriously wrong just by the way you look and just to look in your eyes even, you know what I mean, when yeah. you're that hopeless and everything like that. and It's very, very humbling experience, to say the least. I'm sure it but, was. But uh, I lost a whole lot of weight. You know, when I came to, here to the mission, I was, uh, like I said, I was totally broken, absolutely broken. And uh, I was malnourished. Um, wasn't in a good frame of mind, you know what I mean? And um, just wasn't thinking right at all, right. you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, luckily, you know, they had a bed for me, and uh, 
like the staff is absolutely wonderful here. Um, very uh, making you feel at ease and stuff like that, and willing to talk to you. And- That's good. Hey, George. So, so the, talk about that moment then. Okay. So, um, I mean, it wasn't as though did just did you walk in the front door, or did somebody refer you to the mission? Uh, basically, a friend you know, a friend brought me to the city mission. Uh, I had known about it, but I you know at that point in time, I never thought I would use it. Sure. And you know, we all as as I get older in life, you know, we all got skeletons in our closet. You know what I mean? Sure. Everybody, nobody, nobody's perfect. And uh, <laughs> no. so, but it was it was very hard for me, you know, to admit that I needed help. Yeah. And um, despite things yeah, being was, so bad, you, you're still right. You know, it's hard to humble yourself, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, that pride gets in the way of us. You know what I mean? It's very detrimental. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, absolutely. They. As soon as I walked in the door, you know, they was there uh, with open arms, basically, making me feel as comfortable as I possibly could, you know what I mean? Fabulous. And uh, it uh, was definitely very uh, refreshing at uh, this day and age, you know, people don't do that anymore, you know what I mean? People, everybody's on edge, it seems like, right. anymore. And it was nice to see a smiling face. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting to say, you know, when you're out on the streets, people look at you one way, and then you walk in the doors of the city mission, people are going to look at you a different way. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So then talk about your journey at the city mission. Uh, tell us how long you've been there and what's happened to you since you've been there. I've been I've been here a while. Um, the uh, it was uh, it took me quite a while to get back on my feet, you know, in the right frame of mind, and get like I said, to even to, just to get my strength back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you're underweight and you're, you're trying to detox at the same time, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, it's been a great journey. Um, I I work maintenance here. So I get around the campus, so I know pretty much everybody around. You know what I mean? I've I've met and dealt with just about everybody. Um, yeah, gr- great people. Uh, very god godly place. Very good. So so you're working maintenance. So I'm sure people are happy to see you. I mean, they need your work, and so that's a whole other thing. You, it makes you feel good about yourself that you're contributing to a greater cause at the city mission. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's part of our work therapy. You have a work therapy here once you've been here for a while and get back and your strength back and um, gives you a reason. Everybody needs a reason to get up in the morning, sure you know? Do. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if you just joined us, this is Bisberg. I'm John Hall, and we're talking with City Mission, City Mission Online at citymission.org in Washington, Pennsylvania, citymission.org, or by calling the mission right now at 724-222-8530. We're speaking with George, and George is, is a resident of the mission. He's got a story of experience, strength, and hope, and what his life used to be like and how it's changed since he's walked in the mission. So, George, um, talk about, of course, you know, in the core of all things for City Mission, they're different than, than most missions and that, you know, they put Jesus in the middle of things. So can you talk about your spiritual life? Did you have any connection at all to God, you know, as a married man or when you were out on the streets? And what happened when you walked in the door? Um, I did. Um, naturally, when you get in that state of mind where everything's falling apart, you, uh, you tend to lose faith. And, uh, you know, you're searching for something uh, to give you a cause or or whatever give you give your life meaning you yeah, know what yeah. i mean yeah and um city mission absolutely is the 
beautiful thing. Yeah, they are a god place. Um, how, how do I want to say it? Um, it's godly based uh, programs, and we have you know chapel. We have devotion in the morning. We're always in the Bible, uh, reading, you know, scripture and everything like that. And and it's an I you know, the two go hand in hand as far as recovery goes. Um, you know, once you get spiritually um, awakened again, you know, it's, it definitely brings, you know, you get hope. Yeah, things change. It, yeah, things change, exactly. That's good. And uh, it's absolutely, it's a wonderful base. You know, we have uh, chapel services on Sundays, um, every Sunday. And we have a devotion in the morning where, we, like I said, where we read scripture and um, get back in the Word. Fabulous. So, George, uh, you've been at the mission for a while. Obviously, you came in fuzzy, right, uh, filled with alcohol, and you, like you said, you were underweight. Now you're, you know, you got yourself back together again. You, I can hear you. You're speaking. You're very clear. You're very strong here. So, what does the future look like? I mean, you, you look down the road. Are you going to stick around the city mission for a while? Uh, are you going to try to, you know, step outside into the world again and see how things work? Tell us about those future plans. Uh, down the road, uh, I, I'm definitely, you know, looking for the uh, towards the future. Um, it's definitely a lot brighter than what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still think I have some I could contribute here at the mission. That's why I'm trying to give back right now. That's good. You know, to the city mission because they are I absolutely love the place. Excellent. You know, are you keeping track of your sobriety? Uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. I'm doing, doing very well, yes. Very good. Been clean, been clean for quite a while now. Excellent. Now, so you're working the steps, and you, you're telling the truth and becoming a new creation. Absolutely, yes, Fantastic. sir. Well, George, good. Hey, man, listen, I, I really appreciate hearing your story and the encouragement that you've offered to me and to our listeners as well. So keep on keeping on, like as they say, right, one day at a time. All right. God bless you, John. Thank you very much. My pleasure, George. Thank you as well. Well, there there you hear it. I mean, you know, there's proof in the pudding right there. A, a guy who comes in one way, a, a failed marriage and lost his house and basically lost everything wandering around and comes into the front door of the city mission and uh, find a new life in Christ with, with the work that they do and the accountability that they do and the new hope that the city mission is able to provide through spiritual life. It, uh, it's just unbelievable in Washington, PA, what, the, what they've been doing for decades. And I, and I know this to be true. Hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of new people who have found new life because of the work that City Mission is doing. We'd encourage you to be part of this as well at citymission.org or by calling 724-222-8530. Dean Gartland is back with us. He's the president and the CEO of City Mission. Dean, again, I mean, it's, it's just a great thing. Everybody sees their work, but you're never quite sure the results. But there it is, truly, in black and white, the work that City Mission is doing. It pays off in a person's life. Oh, it does, uh, John. And that's uh, hearing George's story and listen to him. Uh, I've known George now ever since he you know, got here to the mission and but, and there has been a tremendous transformation in his life, and to see that happen, uh, what he explained is true. I mean, he was a broken, lost everything. Okay, he was malnourished uh, um, when he got here. He was so thin. And so today he's got so much more back than, than uh, from his in life to, from what he had lost. Um, but, he, you know, hearing his, his voice has been a real encouragement. But this is why we're here, and this is what – 
that God has called this mission to do for the past 80 years, and this is our 80th year wow. uh, of serving uh, this community and uh, and the southwestern Pennsylvania. And so we are uh, so so pleased to be able to uh, stand on that 80 years at foundation and uh, continue to help the city mission grow to meet more needs uh, and to meet more people where they're at uh, in their life's journey and to help introduce them uh, in a, into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm into that. So, Dean, th- throughout all this, I mean, c- clearly the mission is doing such great work. I'm just such a fan of the work that you do. But you need prayer. You also need, you know, sweat equity. You need muscle as well. And, of course, you need the money to make sure all these programs go together. So could you take a minute? And, and people are listening right now on the radio and, they're, you know, they're driving down the road or they're at home in their kitchen. What is it specifically you're looking for? People want to volunteer. The doors are open. People want to write you a check. That's as welcome as well. But speak about that. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is one of the things that does separate us. Uh, another element that separates us from a lot of other uh, organizations is the fact that, that we are supported uh, almost entirely by donations uh, from uh, those who believe in what we do and are committed to uh, to what we're doing. So we do events. We have events that we do throughout the year. We as as I shared at the beginning. Talk about a warehouse sale, the thrift stores. These are ways that we have implement in order to uh, generate the funds, keep our doors open, pay our bills, pay our staff, keep you know keep hope alive at City Mission. And so uh, these are some of the things that we do. And so we call on people. We said, listen, if you believe in what we're doing, and, and some people that are listening probably had somebody that was homeless or addicted or had been touched. So few people anymore that haven't been touched by some of these yeah. issues and they know that how much it's how important it is how critical it is and so this is just a great way for them to be able to support the mission either financially by writing a check or through donations of goods uh, to our thrift stores so we can resell them and and bring the money back here to the mission or pray for us critically important to pray for us um and uh, also into volunteers. So some people have some tremendous skills and abilities that they can come to the city mission and really uh, use those to help us further uh, to further our ministry. Fabulous. City Mission Online at citymission.org or by calling 724-222-8530. Dean, you know, one of the things that I love that, you know, you... You think about the the great um, cathedrals of the world, right? The uh, the architects have built you know gigantic, beautiful churches uh, filled with pews and stained glass, and people gather there by the thousands. But I also know, on the flip side, that in the midst of a homeless shelter, that God is there as well, that holiness exists there as well, and you've provided a place for God to flourish, to change lives. So, you know, great cathedrals, God is there, but in the basement of a a ministry, of a homeless shelter, God is there also. And, you know, through the muscle and the sweat and the prayers and the hopes and the dreams of all those people who work at the city mission and the men and women who walk in the door, broken and then in a short amount of time, whether it's, you know, days or weeks or months or even years, there is a new life in Christ for people who come in those doors. They found a reason to live, to contribute, to be part of God's word here today in this world and, and, and do largely to the work that you do. No shame, no pressure, just an invitation to know Jesus Christ. So that's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Oh, amen. And I and, and one of the things that George said in his testimony and sharing with you was 
people need a reason to get up in the morning. They need yeah. a cause. They, and, you know, the thing is here at the mission, you know, when people come to know Jesus, I mean, life just absolutely changes. It's not the same anymore. They have a new purpose, a new reason to get up in the morning. Uh, before, when they, before they even came to the mission, it was all about survival and say, how am I going to survive today? But now being at the mission, coming through our program, coming to know Christ, it's no longer about surviving. It's like, how can I share this, my faith, with others around me? And it's really a remarkable thing to see and to watch residents sharing their faith with other residents, praying with one another. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing to see. It's just a, what a blessing it is. It's, and it's certainly a privilege for me to be a part of it. I, I, I'm truly gra- grateful to God for calling me to do this work. I'm into that. I mean, Dean, you know, in the short while that we've been together on the air here at the station, I mean, I do think of the people who come in the door, and I, and I do th- hear these stories, and I think, I mean, for the grace of God, there go I. I mean, you know, to, to mm. think that, you know, I'm somehow different than those people. They're, they're just like us. Their life experiences have changed them in some way. And of course, there's always alcoholism and addiction and whatnot. But to provide that resource, to be there for people, to have that new invention, that new life in Christ, it's such a powerful thing. So I really admire the work that you do. And I just know that, you know, God is with you every step of the way. So keep on going on. I mean, really, where would City Mission, where would Washington, PA, be without the work of the City Mission, all those men and women who come in and all those families, I'm sure, who are grateful for the work that you've done? Oh, amen. I know that that's... uh uh, we are. There's a critical ministry uh, in the midst of uh, some of the worst opioid uh, crisis that the country's ever seen, and so uh, many, many people have lost their lives over these years because of opioid addiction. And so, uh, the city mission is a light on the hill. This is where a place of hope, a place of change. And when I tell you, and if there's anybody out there listening, um, and you're struggling, and you know that you're on the edge and on the end, this uh, pick up the phone, give us a call. And we'd be more than and glad to have you come, be a part of this ministry, be a, you come in, go through our program. We will support you, help you, and give you a chance at life. Amen to that. That is very good. So take Dean up on his invitation, 724-222-8530. Of course, online at wordfm.com. Hey, thanks as always. This has been Bisberg, and God willing, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Dean. Uh, thank you, John. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.